0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the world's number one fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. By the way, we're coming out of our other studio, Mind Pump East. That's why it looks a little different right now. So in today's episode, we answered listeners' questions, but this was after a 57-minute introductory conversation. We talk about fitness, our lives, current events, studies, and much more. By the way, you can check the show notes for timestamps if you want to fast forward to your favorite part. By the way, if you ever want to ask a question that could possibly be answered on one of these episodes, email your question to, uh, oh, sorry, go to Instagram at mindpumpmedia.com each Sunday, and what you do is you leave a question under the QUAH post. Okay, so it says Q-U-A-H, leave a question, and then maybe we'll pick it. Uh, By the way, this episode is brought to you by one of our sponsors, Organifi, this is a company we worked with for a very long time, they make plant-based organic supplements like protein powders, green juices, red juices, gold juices, and much more. If you go to mindpumppartners.com, click on Organifi, you can use the code MINDPUMP for 20% off uh, some of their products, or all of their products, I should say. Another sponsor that uh, brought this episode to you is ButcherBox. ButcherBox brings grass-fed meats to your door. So high-quality meats, uh, heritage pork, awesome stuff. And there's this great uh, offer that they have right now. If you go to mindpumppartners.com, click on Butcher Box, you can get ground beef for life in the box that you choose. One more thing. We're running a sale all month long. We have something called a Starter Bundle, which includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Prime, and our Intuitive Nutrition Guide. So three things in the Starter Bundle. We took that price, cut it in half. So 50% off. That's the sale. Another offer that we have is MAPS Split. This is an advanced bodybuilder-style workout program. High volume, lots of exercises, lots of angles, great for the pump, great for muscle growth. That program is also 50% off. So starter bundle, 50% off. MAPS Split, 50% off. If you're interested, go to mapsfitnessproducts.com, click on the one you want, and then use the code Special for that 50% off discount. All right, here comes the show. Here's an easy way to increase the effectiveness of your workout. Put your phone down. Stay focused on what you're doing. You know, I did this the other day, right? I have this habit in between sets where I pick up my phone, Mm. work, read emails, write, or whatever. And the other day, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to not touch my phone at all. Mm. And I had a way better workout. My rest periods were consistent. I got better. I got more focused in the workout. Got a better pump. And I mean, that's how we all worked out when we were younger. I didn't have, we didn't have phones back then.
1: You we sound like everybody's dad. Just, you know. know, put your phone down. It's I'm, true. I'm it is true. I'm, I'm not, torn.
2: I'm torn a little bit on this one because I, I train like that a lot right now. I definitely yeah. do. I totally multitask. And so I think well, if, we need you to do our investments. So you keep yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's, wor- it's not worth it. I don't. Yeah, I'm not making gains, but we're making money. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, all right, dude. <laughs> No, really though. So I I 100% agree if you're listening and you're plateaued or you're stalling or you're you're not seeing the results that you expected, then I think this is a for sure tip. Yeah. Um, I know that I'm not making major gains right now or progress. It's more like I'm touching touching weight to stay in shape or Mm -hmm. stay fit. That's kind of like my attitude right now. So I I enjoy that kind of like in and out of, of being on my phone and then going back. But- if I was trying to make progress, I 100% agree. Like I would, and I do that with when I'm on those those kicks where I'm like, okay, I need to make moves now. It's like, I go mm-hmm. put it away from me. Cause if it's even anywhere near me, it's so tempting. Well, you know how much more
1: effective you are though. Like, yeah, when you're, when I'll listen to music and so I'll have that ahead of time. So I'm like, okay, I'll have my phone, but I, when I'm not on there, like getting distracted at all. And I'm just thinking about what I'm actually doing. And I'm like, literally there focused on working out, it's it makes such a massive difference. It
0: does. And people think, well, what's the difference if you do the set and you and maybe you have a timer for your rest period? Well, first off, I definitely my rest periods are more consistent. But second, taking your focus off the workout and then going back on the workout. Now, I've been doing this a long time, so I I can do that better than most. But it does make a difference because when I put my phone – I did this literally. I did this all week last week. I, I put my phone in my pocket or I put it on the floor next to my water bottle in the gym. And I said, I'm not going to touch it. And boy, by the way, is that hard. It's like so It's addicting. I want to grab my phone in yeah. between every set. What do I do while I'm resting? Uh. Yeah. So instead, I just kept it there. And I just my mind was on the workout. It was like, do I feel it in the right place? Let me t- tweak this a little bit with my technique. I could have squeezed a little harder at the top of that rep. And I just it's a better quality. So I can only imagine somebody who's not as experienced as I am how much of a difference it'll make uh, with their technique, their form, and just the connection that they feel to work out, you know? Can I tell you guys something? Oh, what do you got? I don't like the
2: studio
1: anymore. No. <laughs> I don't. I know. Oh, you you look, you're gonna call out the obvious right oh, now. I don't right.
2: like it at all, dude. It
1: sucks. Now this is our travel studio. Yeah, it sucks. sucks. Yeah. You guys look hella
2: ugly now. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm That's not mean. Gonna, yeah. Which That's gonna, yeah. means I know I do
0: too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's
1: like <laughs> it's the uh, lighting.
2: I don't yourself. think you're wrong.
1: Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's so yeah. blah. Yeah,
0: I know. We. I mean, so this is it's our studio for a fresh. Up. This is our studio that we have away from the main studio. It's when we do. They call it the East. Is it, yes, it's My puppies. My, My pump pump East. East. Studio. East. We come up here. For people who don't know, we come up here when we're gonna like do a lot of work all day, whether it's create a program uh, or you know figure out some new plan or whatever. And so we built a studio, so we didn't have to worry about recording. And it's smaller, and we didn't optimize it for visual, so it's just. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's a so little we, throwback. Now, when we first did it, though, I actually liked it more than the other one. Because of the red stripe, we positioned the new light, the red stripe. <laughs> remember
0: really we debated this. It off, it was, dude, hey, do so. you guys remember that the debate? <laughs> I was like, why do we got a red stripe going across the? Street. <laughs> Adam's like, no, it makes we it need looks that. fast. Yeah, yeah. You okay. need to break it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. it's racing
2: stripes. The most decorative it's part true. of it now. So no, it's, I just I don't like it anymore. I
1: know we don't have all the all the cool. Stuff I like in the, that it's more spiky. I'll don't, give it that.
0: Hey, our most viewed. I don't know if it's still true Adam you you're the most in touch with our analytics it's Are up there. our top viewed videos still the ones from the studio It's up the the, the one where my beard is long? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah where I look I, I was like 20 more pounds because i'm like slushed over <laughs> Bro, I look like, like Sal's
0: <laughs> all skinny and overgrown dude he looks he I look look like, like he, i look like a homeless he guy. does look <laughs> homeless he did, like a homeless werewolf <laughs> like, i didn't get a haircut for a long time my beard was so long it was terrible today i did an interview i was on uh Jordan Sh- uh science podcast shout out to him great trainer i love Jordan. and uh yeah. i don't real. i didn't pay attention i had on my adidas i have this adidas like i don't know what you call it like jumper suit like jacket thing or whatever and yeah, it's got the yeah, red track jacket or yeah or there hair. you go yeah. and i'm I, and i could see myself on the screen because it's virtual and i'm like i i matched the walls i'm like jordan i didn't plan this bro i looked the same yeah. i know dude. <laughs> camouflage it was hella funny <laughs> yeah. dude you guys uh i messed up the other day and i'm gonna bring this up even though you guys are gonna razz me for this for uh jessica's mother's day Wow. Well, you at least remembered it, this
2: right?
1: This is the
0: best ever,
1: dude, dude. <laughs> so bad. So is this all like just last-minute decision-making? No. That, no. That's screwed up? No, that's
0: that's what makes it even worse, dude. I, I Like two weeks before, I booked flowers for Jessica to get there on Mother's Day. Yeah. And we're having a baby girl because that's what we know we have. We have the name picked out already. I hope she doesn't get mad, but uh, Dahlia is the name that we want for this girl. So I'm like, Dahlia's. And, and the reason why we picked the name is both of us – like Dahlia's and we also like the way it looks with the H and everything. It looks really cool. So I'm like, Dahlia's, it'll come from my son Aurelius. It'll be like, hey mommy, happy Mother's Day whatever. First of all, it doesn't even get there on Mother's Day. It's delayed so it gets to the night after and it's fake flowers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're not even real. <laughs>
1: no, dude, it's fake flowers. Did, did you just not read that part on the website, or did know? they? Dude, I have the worst. It's like my love
2: for me. you, honey. It's forever. Yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. dude. Just put the spin on it. They don't no, die. The irony of this story was when I asked him, "Like, really? Did you, our flower place was like that?" He goes, "No, I didn't even use our flower." I'm like, "We're sponsored by a flower company, I know. and this fool uses
0: somebody else's company." <laughs> I'm back, so I'm so, so serves you right, yeah, dude. I know no, it dude, is, that is kind of karma. I went, right? <laughs> so I went back to from you flowers, and I'm gonna have hopefully this episode doesn't come out um, before she gets them. But we're, I'm gonna get her some really nice, real dahlias. <laughs> Not that fa- it's a freaking. It's so. It, by the way, I don't remember the picture looking like this. It's like a box with fake flowers and a candle. It looks like something you would see at your grandma's house. I'm surprised oh, you couldn't
2: man. tell on the on the on the website. No. Oh,
0: I don't Dude, I've been under a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of stuff going on, bro. Well, all My you gotta do is spent. dust
1: them, and then they're there. You know, yeah. like you can keep. She them was in a the good house. sport about
2: it. I heard you on the phone with her, so she was a good sport it's about been, it. Yeah, she's, she's a good like,
0: sport. If she she knows that you know, I was really trying. You know. But I mean, the fact that you did the whole like all Mother's Day is flower
2: name thing, like yeah. I mean, I think yeah, that redeems it. Like the fact, because it wasn't if it was just like random like roses or something like that, and it was fake, <laughs> and they were late, <laughs> so bad that would dude. be really really bad. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you even sought out those specific flowers feels like okay. Well, he yeah. he definitely put some dude, effort, dude. Into,
0: so so on that topic, you know how weird yeah. this is, right? When Jessica and I first met, it was like it was like we were mag- <clears throat> it was magnetic, right? It was super attractive, whatever. And so when you first meet someone, you fall that way. You share everything. We had this conversation early on in our relationship where we said, you know, hey, what are your favorite names for – for, like, girls, if you ever had another kid. Oh my God. You were Both talking about of us, that early? It was all kinds of stuff we You're talked about. You're still that guy. I know, bro. <laughs> no, hey, bro, I felt hard, bro. It's it's so, like, <laughs> day two. Hey, what would you want to name are just kids? sitting yeah. cross
1: legged, just yeah. like, you know, just like talking. <laughs> just facing, holding hands, facing each other. exactly. God, like, oh what school are they really going, going, so going, going to go I am a lover, dude. I want I'm to hear the rest of the
0: story. So, no, I said it was weird because I've always loved the name Dahlia. And I like the way I like it because of the way it looks. D A H L I A. So has she. Now, I didn't name my daughter, my older daughter, Dahlia, because it's not really an Italian name. And my ex wife was Italian, so it was like off the table. Hmm. But it was always a name that I liked ever since I was a kid. Same for her. How weird is that? So we both had this name. Then she got pregnant with Aurelius. It was a boy, so we didn't get to use it. And then this one was un- unplanned, so she got- and was like, "Oh crap! I wonder if it's gonna be a girl. How mm. weird is that? Yeah, it was meant to be. That's crazy. It well, was that was
1: kind of like if we had a girl, we we're gonna call like Ava Jean because like both of our grandmas like it's their names combined. And I, I was love like, that name. Dude. That sounds that's so hot. like rockabilly. So you know, rock. like, that's so I was, rock. I like that. I would have been all about it, but you know, it's all you good. Still we'll have time pass to- it on to some maybe maybe one of my kids will use it. You, you still know, have time, bro. No, i bro. Since we're
2: admitting uh, mistakes, I bro, I fucked up bad this last week. So I after after having the flu, I'm sick, right? And also, I've talked about how I'm coming off the caffeine and kratom and stuff. So, you know, I went from like 700 milligrams all the way down to like a cup, of my just one cup of coffee. But there's been a couple of days where like the headaches have been so bad that I'm like, I need to at least get another cup of coffee just mm-hmm. to like get rid of this because they're like coming on like migraines. So I was having one of those days, and I was driving home from the studio. And I, I pulled into just like a Starbucks really quick. And you know how the Starbucks driveways, they're they're always like these like narrow, tight little whiny things. And I'm like Oh, that
1: that turn goes real they're,
2: hard. They're always hard to with use. the low curb? Bro. Oh no. So I'm I'm in I'm in the, the powder powder coated red rims.
0: Oh,
1: you just got yeah, He's those, got dude. those
0: done, dude. No, you didn't. <laughs> I curbed the fuck no! on those wheels. I curbed them they That's it, negative ten man points. Bro, it no, was the wor- it
2: was the worst curb job I've ever done in my life, dude. At least it court. wasn't a rim job.
1: is so. <laughs> <laughs> weird. this close.
2: Wow, look at that rim job. I, I,
0: I, dude, that is for, oh, a, for a man. Any dude. guy listening right now watching this. Bro, when I no. brought it in, I yeah. even asked
2: you, oh, did your wife do this? Yes. Like, did you lie?
0: <laughs> I thought
2: I'd <laughs> roll her right but under, under I the bus. Almost, I almost rolled her under the bus and was like, <laughs> But I felt like such an ass. I'm like,
0: oh, no. That is the most, for a guy, that's Uh, the most embarrassing thing. It is. So you guys know that I did that to my rims a while ago too, right? I was at the mall and they have, in the parking lot, it was so stupid. These low ass curbs. And I hit it and I I heard (laughs) and just immediately anger inside. And (sighs) Jessica knows. She's like quiet and everybody's quiet. The kids are quiet in the car. (sighs) And I was pissed. But to add, and she was trying to be, you know, nice. To add insult to injury, Jessica goes, you know, when you take it into the dealership, just tell them I did it. You know, I'm like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse, You're babe. Like, I'm gonna this. own this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh.
2: oh they can fix them pretty good, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know they can do a good job. I don't know what it's gonna cost me or what about that, but it, it would... wasn't
0: that expensive for mine. Oh, really? It was a couple hundred bucks.
2: I don't know if it'll be more. What yours are like alloy rims. You right? gotta you gotta color them well, again. Yeah. You gotta yeah. paint them again. Yeah. So the, they'll have to strip the paint and then they'll have to probably buff it out and then they'll. Have How to pop... bad is it? Is it like, bro? It's, that
1: makes my stomach.
2: I'll send the. I'll send this. Andrew's doing this, right? We're sending this over to Andrew today. Yes. Don't let me forget. I'll send. I took a picture, obviously, because I sent it in and like told the guy. I was like, "Bro, I, I gotta get you to fix these, right?" Here. Oh, like,
0: that's the worst sound too when you're driving. You're it like, was. <laughs>
2: it was bad. Like it. it I mean, I was. I was going. I was going enough speed that it wasn't like I went. You know, and stopped. Yeah. It was like.
1: Oh. <laughs> I mean, it took like. I mean, like a, I can't get back good, out
2: of it at that point. It's oh, like the same, right? So oh, you got to keep and th- going. You know, and then I'm like still in the line and I'm waiting, right? And then we get my
0: coffee. Oh, so it's before you got your coffee? Yeah. Oh! So, so I'm just like, I haven't So you see, have to sit oh, there? I got
2: to sit there and just wait. And then I'm like, oh, dude. I, and it's right away. I get the coffee. Did anybody
0: see
1: it? Yeah. I don't think anyone else saw it. I don't that would have been. That's so, the worst know. is if you get some like mechanic kind of guy that comes over like, oh, my God. hey, yeah. And then like tells you all the details of what you did wrong.
0: Yeah, well, like, the worst. Take I, thanks. I'm glad you're here. You're not used to this kind it's of stuff. So,
1: car. I'm,
2: yeah. <laughs> the worst part it, Katrina was like, oh my God. She was like, I can't believe you did that because I'm, when she's driving ever, if. You,
0: are you like, don't? Yes.
2: Yeah. I'm always, dude. I'll park it. I'll park it. it was
0: like, I don't want you to curve the wheels. Yeah. I want
2: you to curb the wheels.
0: <laughs> you're like, toss babe. Shit. I know, I know oh, what I'm doing. Man, and the worst part about it is these cars have hella sensors, too. So you can, like, <laughs> cameras and shit. So it's like. Yeah. That's uh, the it worst. ruined my day
2: for sure. Dude. I mean, it was already bad enough. I got a headache, and that's why I'm in there. And then that just was like to top it off,
0: bro. There's the only thing, and again, I did the same thing. The only thing worse than that would be if if you were startled next to your wife and you had a high pitched scream. There's nothing that would be the worst. That would be worse. But besides that, you know what I mean? Ah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like oh a my spider God. just comes up. Yeah. Ah! Ah, yeah. oh. I definitely.
2: I was by myself in the car. I definitely was like cussing yeah, and screaming. Give me your man I was, card right I was now. So, I mean, there was. It was like it was one of those ones that was so bad too. That like, there's been times where I've like hit something and you kind of hear it and you're like, oh, maybe it's not so bad. And it's like maybe a little nick or it's not too bad. You know, it's like it was like there was. I'm like, I'm like praying, going like maybe maybe yeah. just me i
0: was like no nah, this is bad what is it about that like that you just feel so unmanly when you do something wrong in a car you know what I mean is it just cuz we're expected yeah. like i remember when i was at when dude, i look was look at you
1: for all the answers dude and you're like then you're just like revealing how much you don't know
0: yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> i admit it with the stuff in the house no, oh, i no, don't no. admit
1: <laughs> it i that's that's a, a you know domain dude, I'm i to keep I, that illusion
0: i remember once i was w- working with my dad and he's like hey can you back up the the work van up into this thing whatever And I just, I couldn't back it up right. And uh, all and the workers are watching me, oh, a bunch you, of dudes. You've never backed up a trailer. Backing up a trailer takes some it skill. Sucks. It does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially it
2: if it's a small trailer. The smaller the trailer, the more, diff- the more yeah. difficult that is. Yeah, for sure. yeah,
0: no. I had like his workers watching me, and I'm like 17 <laughs> years old, you know, and I'm trying to do it. Oh, and no, then, yeah. And then finally, my dad comes over, and he's like telling me what to do, you know. And I'm like, oh, bro, <laughs> take me home. I'm gonna go home right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing. There are things like that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't
2: know. I don't know. If this is a sexist to say that shit or not. But there's certain there's certain things like as a guy that like. Like you just you're supposed to know how you're to do it. You're just supposed to be able to do it.
0: Yeah. Like it's it works expected. It's true and it works in the reverse. Like when I'm like if I'm at the park with the kids, just because I'm at the park with my kids by myself, I've had people come up to me like, You're such a good dad. I'm like on my phone, you know. They're playing. Like, <laughs> just you know 'cause I mean? yeah, really like just way, kids. way different expectations. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have uh, a, yeah. I have like friends, like they're you know they're divorced or whatever, and the dad shows up every once in a while. Play. Yeah, he's he's a good. Yeah, you push yeah, a stroller around. Yeah, the, you're so. Amazing. He shows up <laughs> twice a week. You know what I mean? Man, we got low standards. You do so much. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you're here. You got a good husband. I saw him wash dishes one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like whatever. He didn't you,
1: even leave. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he's dude. still
0: here. Hey, so uh, pat ourselves on the back. We we apparently the launch of the new green juice flavor crushed oh. Oh, yeah, with Organifi. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 So I think we either pre- presented well, it well. Awesome
1: fans, of course. Yeah. No, yeah.
0: I think the flavor is crushing. It is. Yeah. It's, I love it. That's really good. It tastes really good. Yeah. I don't know what magic they do with their stuff. Cause even the regular green juice is incredible. It was already amazing. Yeah. It's, but the,
1: it's super refreshing. The,
0: it was a crisp apple, right? Did I say it right. Yeah, yeah. I don't always say apple crisps, crisp apple. Really, really good. And they gave us our report. We get reports from our sponsors and they'll tell us, uh, you know, how our fans like a product or not or what's going on. That one just, it's, it's like, what is it, like triple? Yeah. Triple what normal
2: response? Yeah, no, it flew off the shelves for sure. You know, speaking of them, I'm glad you brought them up. This is all personal. I get whatever we'll have it on the podcast. Where are we at with um, you working with them? Uh, the last, the formulation that you
0: were doing? Is yeah, that, no. Is it's, postponed? No, is that, no, 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 oh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't talk about what it is though.
2: Yeah, no, I know you can't talk about it, but I, I, I knew yeah. that I, there was rumors that uh, that um, the, the girl that was helping, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to roll her under the bus if she can't, be, if we can't talk about her or not. But that was working. You were working with was originally going to leave, and then she decided she stayed. Yeah. She stayed yeah. and so I didn't know if you, like that project got lost in between that. Yeah. Or no, it's, no,
0: no, no. It's all going. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going good, and, and we're working on a formulation together. Which you know, it's interesting. I obviously uh, being ignorant to the process, I've never. Worked in a supplement Isn't company.
1: Isn't this like Sal's dream? He's living right now. Oh, bro. Yeah. Well, almost. I'm so glad he's how doing how to it. Though, because, because I've not wanted supplements to do it for so long. And yeah. I, it's because it's a headache. It but so long, yeah. I, it's it's a headache. but didn't you used to do that, like way back in the day? Yeah, you just like order them all individually,
0: each ingredient, oh, yeah. and then you know my put time, them together. How you know many times almost died? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm serious, <laughs> yeah. dude. I combined when I was a kid, and I I figured out supplements, or I should say, I my addiction to supplements first started. I bought chemistry uh, books and I learned about combining certain ingredients. Where, And I combined a bunch of stimulants uh, one time and it was bad, dude. I remember I went to the gym, I was 24 hour fitness. I was, I don't know, six, before I even became a trainer. So I was like 16, 17. Yeah. And I worked out for like two and a half hours like an idiot, like a maniac. I remember being like, This is amazing. I've discovered that. And, I'm, <laughs> and then I came home. And it was like 9 o'clock at night and until maybe 3 a.m. I was laying in my bed. I'll never Just forget. Staring at the ceiling. Bro. Oh, and my heart was like doo, doo, doo. And I remember like Ugh. thinking like, oh, my poor mom's going to find me dead and, you know, when she comes <laughs> oh, in here in the God. morning.
1: <laughs> Nothing is more, sc- I've had that one time when I was driving home and I'd probably drink like, I think it was like one and a half speed stacks. It was this when I was working for Adam naturally, and I was, he gave you all these <laughs> it was close out. Yeah, you know, I'm just he was way more up. productive though. Let me tell you, I'm, Hey, number <laughs> yeah. one in the company. That, <laughs> that was the secret. They, don't lie. <laughs> so you know, broke a lot of records in, those days. in the pudding. <laughs> yeah, I was driving home, and I was like, and I just the, the sweat, and then like you just you just felt like you could never catch your breath completely, and it was just like, uh, it, oh, dude, tight. Tightness there, dude. dude I'm I like, got, dude, I'm gonna have a
0: heart attack. I, so, so I, my dad is hilarious, right? You guys know my, uh, well, you don't know my dad too well, but you hear me tell stories. He's like, he's a great man. He's one, of, you know, he's, he's my, obviously one of my uh, my number one mentors and idols. But he's also a kid. He's also a big kid at heart. And so, if he, he'll try supplements out too. So I got a call. I remember I got a call from him in the middle of the night, and I think it's because he want to wake my mom up. <laughs> and he goes, do I'm like, oh, you're right. What's going on? He goes. Look, uh, I uh, I drink, uh, I take a drink. I have so much energy. I have a great workout. And I already know it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, shit. i like, you can't sleep? <laughs> How do you feel right now? I don't feel good. What do I do? I said, well, just chill and see what happens or whatever. What did you drink? He's like, oh, I think it's called Yellow Jacket or something like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, like Yellow yeah. Jacket, the
1: truck stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen
0: those, I remember dude. Those. Yeah, and then he's like, he proceeds to tell me how he did the whole stack on the PEC deck. Oh, but I do the whole stack on the. <laughs> he goes, the one where your arms come together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 damn. Awesome. Now, if you,
2: okay, real talk though. Okay, so this, I've been in this situation, and okay, we're talking about really extreme situations, but I've even been in situations where ah, oh, damn it, I drank it too late. Yeah, yeah. yeah or yeah. I had a little too much, yeah. and. It, what would you? What supplements or what adaptogens would you take to try and mitigate
1: that? To like help you come down? Like, okay, you went too oh, far. Oh,
2: after you went too far. Yeah, yeah, you went too far. You don't. Yeah, work? yeah.
1: And then do, do you like take like a cold shower or something mm-hmm. to kind of like no. not be too much? Yeah.
0: stimulus. Yeah, you gotta stay hydrated. Make sure you have enough electrolytes. Um, if you really feel scared, you definitely should go to a hospital. Uh, but you could try chamomile uh, tea. You could try. What about like the mushrooms and stuff like that? Any adaptogens like that? Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be acute enough to make a big difference. Oh, really? Yeah, and you got to be careful of combining the wrong things. So I would go mild, like chamomile. And what's weird is this a paradoxical opposite effect sometimes if you go too crazy on stimulants where yeah. you take something that you think is going to bring you down – and it actually brings you up. So really the best thing you could do, it's like, it's yeah, yeah it be like too, eating too strong. You just got to ride it out for the most part. It's like right? eating too strong of an edible. Like, yeah. oh, well, okay. You're in it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah you're in wait it. a few hours you now. Yeah, yeah. There's not much your you way could, out of it. Yeah, there's not much you could do oh, at that interesting.
2: point. Hmm. I've always, I've, you know, I've never asked you that. I've, I've thought always, about that I've, too, i though. thought about it too, where it's like, there's been times where I'm like, damn it. What do I do right now? And a chamomile tea is something that I would do at night. Yeah. But I actually would have thought to take like an
0: ashwagandha or would have done something like that to try and
2: mitigate I don't know
0: way. how effective it would be. And I also would be worried about, like I said, like a paradoxical effect on the body. I know that, believe it or not, benzos, right? So benzodiapams, I hope I'm saying right, like Xanax, uh-huh. can actually cause these paradoxical opposite effects where someone will take it and get severe anxiety. It's not. It's rare but it can happen with some people and it can yeah. be quite uh, quite dangerous. So I don't know. But yeah, we're we're working on a supplement together, and I'm I was obviously ignorant to the whole process. Like I my dream is like I'll just put what I want in there. I want this, this, yeah. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know? Forget that they have to have
0: margins oh, yeah, and that's have actually profits. It tastes <laughs> decent. because yeah, yeah. yeah, you'll sacrifice that. There's this exotic that, like, hey. supplement no one's ever heard of, you know, this ingredient. But they have to find like the suppliers. We have to oh, can we get it in time? Is it going to mix properly? Is it going to taste like garbage? And you get it organic and purely sourced? Yeah. Like, so we so. had to work around all that. But what we've got coming is going to be, uh, it'll be pretty fun. It'll I think be, that's be a mistake a lot of people yeah, think cool. when it comes to supplements. Even when people critique
2: certain supplements. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is whack. It doesn't have this or that. It's like, dude, you, you can't have your cake and eat too. You can't ask for a product to be $19. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you want all these things in it. Or else yeah. what you're probably getting is someone lying to you. Correct. So you have to keep that into in, in consideration that, like these products, when they have all these expensive things inside of it. It, it should be a, it, yeah. It should be a red flag to you if you get it for like Bro, the, also the best price. Do too. you
0: remember that drink? Okay, so in the gym, I don't. They don't even have these anymore, really. Remember in the gym, so they would always have that big fridge with like re, like ready to mix or excuse me, ready to drink mm-hmm. drinks that were in there. Yeah, like the A B B stuff. Yes. Yeah. You guys remember Blue Thunder? Yeah. Uh-huh. That had everything in it. You look at the back, you're like oh my god, it's got everything. Like it's got it's got nothing. It's got a little bit of everything, and a lot of caffeine. Yeah, is what right. it's got. Yeah. But I remember drinking that as a kid because I was like. I've read about all these supplements. It must be awesome, you know, but not really. Anyway, speaking of Blue, uh, I watched... Did you guys watch the... Oh, you did with me, the trailer for Avatar 2? Yes, yeah. Have you, you didn't see it, huh? I uh-huh. didn't see it. It looks... Uh, it's going to be visually awesome. Well, it's v- yeah, like very
1: visual-driven, which was... The yeah. first one was very much like a... I mean, it'll be cool to, like... You'll have to see it in the theater to really get the full experience, like an IMAX or yeah. something. Uh, or maybe, like, like, in a VR situation. I don't know. Like, something... Like immersive. With emphasis, yeah, immersive because it's honestly the the storyline. We'll see how it all plays out. I'm judging early, Dude. but it just well, like doesn't look like it's all that. I too. mean, I haven't
2: seen anything, so I'm I'm just going to make a prediction that it'll be flat in comparison. Just because Avatar was such a big deal because of because of the the visual effects at the time. Yeah, yeah. and
0: it, the imagination that went into it. That's too. right, a whole new yeah, world. the, the, and... the,
2: the storyline was creative. Yeah. It was it, it was the the effects that they did like. They killed it and it was so new. So unless they have some new effects that are going to blow you away, it's going to be hard to rival.
1: Yeah, that's true. The yeah, original. and I'm team human, dude. We talked about Bro. this. Like, the, the guy sells out the human race for these blue alien, <laughs> Gets some blue alien tank, basically.
0: <laughs> that, it, why didn't they <laughs> we talk about the whole about that? human race okay, so out. I, I didn't like the first one. I liked the first one, but I also didn't like it because, yeah, I know the freaking humans on there are exploiting the planet and they're all bad people or whatever. It's your. It's still you're humans, bro. Just because you want to bang <laughs> the blue of chick, yeah. yeah. You left your human. You you fought and killed all yeah. the humans over that. I was like, dude, what a traitor. Yeah, it was terrible. It yeah. had some
2: political undertones in it, for of sure. Of
0: course. Well, it's very
2: you-
1: environmental, <clears throat> like driven storyline. Well, yeah. speaking of, since you guys are gonna go controversial
2: stuff, I may as well oh, we drop go. this. Uh, so I wanted to I wanted to talk to you guys about the six year old that ran the marathon. There's a lot of heat uh, uh, around it. Like a lot of people.
0: Like it, shouldn't be doing that. Yeah,
2: it, even it, it, definitely in the fitness community too. There's a lot of people posting about it and saying that's
0: irresponsible. I don't know, man. It's, there's some six-year-olds make a lot of electronics overseas. They work really hard, so I got some crazy stamina. No, I'm, just <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm just kidding. I just mean, so, so I mean, I have I, I have
2: mixed feelings on it, right? So I think my I I know my initial knee-jerk reaction uh, because I know that we're always like trying to get people to like calm down with like the extreme running stuff so my my initial knee-jerk reaction is like oh great you're you're getting this kid at six years old to adopt these behaviors early and Mm. i'm sure this kid's gonna get extreme later and so that's my knee-jerk reaction and then i kind of settled down a little bit and read the way the article was written and it says that the it's not like the parents persuaded or forced the kid to run the kid wanted to and then i started to think okay I don't know what mom and dad do, but I would imagine that you know my son's going to grow up watching his mom and dad play basketball all the time and at a very young age, five or six, is probably going to want to pick up a basketball and throw yeah. it around because you see mom and dad do yeah. that all the time. So if mom and dad are these like big time marathon runners and it's a passion of theirs and yeah. they incorporate it as a family thing, it's not weird to me to think that you have a child who's six years old who has been doing maybe some of the runs with them and says, I really want to do this with you. And then what do you do as a parent in that situation? Yeah. Well, I, was it
1: that Tommy, I forget his last name, the the mountain climber guy? Um Caldwell, Caldwell. That um, I mean, his parents, right? Were like always taking one of these like crazy climbs and things, and like crossing over uh, cliffs, and like like re- like he was just used to like being around that environment, yep. which you know made it so it was just like it just seemed like a natural progression. Sometimes
0: for kids um, have such a deep, like immediate, crazy passion for something. Yeah, that I think you can definitely you know, you don't want to push them too hard. But if they love it and you monitor them, I think it's okay. Mon- I mean, a marathon sounds extreme to me, right? But I'm trying trying to imagine if I had a six-year-old who was like, please, let me do it. I really want to do yeah. it. i, I love it. I'd It'd be, like, be hard to see. No. Like, okay, I'm going to run with you. Yeah. I'm going to keep an eye on you and then see how you so do So the, the
2: critics I saw were saying things that the, the kid actually struggled to finish it. So I no, I don't know how much truth it well, I don't know what the definition of struggle looks yeah. like. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that mean? It, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for anybody to run. A yeah. I'm
1: like, what, what point does that right? Bring
2: and, up? and and is and is and we are like, what level of, of struggle? struggle. Bro, I've yeah.
0: seen I've seen adults run marathons that was real dangerous. I've seen well,
2: that. yeah, no, I've seen adults have to crawl over finish lines. Like, because, they poop their pants. They yeah, yeah, yeah
1: bleed. The... Yeah, yeah. So we've crazy seen... stuff
2: happens. So I mean, I think that's where the the critics are coming from is that it is a very extreme version of that sport, and it's like you know, maybe the more responsible thing to do would have been to run a half marathon or do some, like, 5K, oh, 10K okay. type yeah. stuff. So
1: I'm, like, new to this whole article because you guys read it. I didn't I didn't know much about it. but uh, So this was, like, zero to I just want to do this
0: marathon. Probably not. There's no way the kid would even be able to do it if they didn't run a lot. Well, that's what I'm wondering.
2: Yeah, I don't know. So it didn't go into detail about, like, the kid's training leading up to that, which we don't know, right, yeah. which is also why I think it got a lot of criticism is because you're you're right. The, we What we don't know very well could have happened is – The mom and dad have been running with this kid for the last year and a half and training up to that. And then the kid was conditioned to handle that.
0: Yeah, look, you know, when you look at some of these phenoms, uh, Mm -hmm. these these athletes that grow up and just are incredible, like uh, the the Williams sisters or um, Tiger Woods, Woods, what you have is a combination of a kid that has incredible passion for whatever it is. they love it they just mm. and if, if anybody, singularly
1: focused on this yes, thing yes
0: and anybody who has kids like you y- you know this like sometimes they'll get into something and it's like you it's like they're so into it it's insane my son when he was little my oldest he was so into Thomas the train <laughs> like it was insane he could tell you he named every single one he could tell you their stories it was it was wild and I didn't have to push him to do it so you have these kids that are super 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 passionate And then you have parents that encourage it, take them to practice, and then you develop into these you know, extreme athletes. I don't know. It would depend on the situation. Like If I had a six-year-old that was like, Dad, please, Like, oh, it's my favorite thing. I love it so much, and I could see the joy in them, then what I would do is I would try to be like, all right, let's make sure that, that they don't hurt themselves and they do this kind of the right way. I wouldn't try to push them, so mm. I don't know what the situation yeah, is. Yeah, it's hard because yeah. the
2: things that we're all bringing up as examples, um, although they're related and they're similar – they're still they're a little bit different like as far as the extreme of it, right like marathon running is pretty extreme. like playing basketball like crazy for a, a long period of time or being into Thomas the train like radically or even playing another sport is you know, soccer, football yeah. for hours on hours and being all into it is a little different than pushing yourself for 26 miles straight. So I think that's where the controversy is, lying. Like it's like nobody's mm-hmm. nobody's nobody's saying anything about the serene sister, or the the, uh, the William sisters playing tennis, you know, till midnight every night with their dad and doing. I mean, you guys, which watch is it. extreme? Yeah, very extreme, very very extreme.
0: But is it as extreme as running twenty six miles straight? I don't know. I mean, how long does it take them to do it? Four hours? Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, those those that's girls were playing yeah. more than that. Uh, maybe, you think so? Yeah. Well, it's a what's a, a twenty six well, miles. I how long? How long? Is it I did. Let's see. You ran. I ran a half marathon and it took- did you really? Yeah I did. Wow. Yeah. I know, believe like, it
2: or not. Like when you're sixteen or something?
0: No, no. This oh. is when I was in my uh you tell
2: the audience about your running your
0: running deal the other day. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah I got you know sell, what? Can I sell you out? Dude, yes, please. It's all right, because you're on the same boat. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if, you don't pra- hey, if you don't practice a skill, you lose it. We had such an old man conversation off air the other day. <laughs> I never <laughs> run, right? <laughs> I, I don't run. I stand my ground. No, I never run. And I was taking mail across the street. There's like a mail place across the street from the studio. And I was walking <laughs> across, and cars were coming. Yeah. So I like ran across. And I was like, as I'm doing it, I'm like, I don't know how to run anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my body you know? isn't responding. Like, oh, that feels weird. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If I push too hard, something's going to break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. So I'm going to start incorporating a little bit of running because I don't want to forget how to run. You know, I don't my body to like, forget yeah. how to do it. Yeah. So. No, that's how the conversation
2: started. And then I was like, dude, I, you know, okay, so I'm not that bad, but I have felt these moments where I have like started to run and I know I have at least another two or three gears but i'm afraid yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm afraid just cuz i know my like my size right now i know my size my condition and it's like i've got the muscle and power to propel myself forward but I don't know if I have the elasticity and the ability yeah. to like let the rest of my muscles to keep up. And so it just screams like you're going to tear something. Yeah. So I feel like I'm like, that's so bad. I'm it's like, a skill.
0: You don't, you don't do it. You, your body forgets. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, a body. Yeah. anything you it don't does do. Make me,
2: that conversation makes me want to incorporate sprints because even when I do cardio, it's like, you know, when I do like my mile thing, just to make sure I can still run a mile, yeah. I'm i'm doing it like you're a, just cruising yeah i'm cruising i'm not like sprinting the mile like yeah. so i haven't done sprints you know you what's know, funny too
0: is that in my mind i'm like well no i can sprint because you know i've done sprints uphill and stuff like that and i'm like wait a minute when's the last time i did that yeah it was a long time
1: ago <laughs> it's dude. like every weekend where you're basketball player or any like i always see like this happen all the time like the first like shot or like move they make is like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like so awful dude i know yeah dude. you have to you have to keep practicing it man you, you, or you lose it all you
0: lose it bro you completely lose it so i i can i you know so i'm gonna start doing it again just so like i mean look i, I did jujitsu for a long time if i lay on my back on the ground and i did this the other day with my son i was like picking him up on my feet and playing with him man i was really good off my back i could play the guard real well spider guard and De La Riva and ex, you know, Gardos I had him on my on my back. I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable because I haven't done it in a long time. <laughs> this toddler's too much for me. Yeah, I didn't have the like dexterity. You know, I'm like, oh, what
2: the hell's going on here, yeah. dude? I mean, you know what too, it has to it probably feels exaggerated for you right now cuz you're at some of your biggest right
0: now as far as muscle wise too. I'm well, not weight, but yes, muscle. Yeah, not yeah, weight, but yeah. muscle. I'm only 2 like 213 214. I've yeah. weighed a lot. <laughs> yeah, been, yeah. But you're, you're lean at 230. I yeah. mean, you're
2: you're lean and muscular right now. So you have a very And that's kind of like I'm I'm definitely my athletic body is like 190, 205 really? yeah. 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 And I'm walking you're around 230, right? Yeah, 225-230. So I know, and and I'm not training that, so it's not like I can't get in that condition. It's, you're
0: in a different body, and you haven't practiced. Yeah,
2: it. mm-hmm. it's no. like screams, like yeah, I'll hurt myself. Yeah, my
0: athletic right. body is like uh, like one 180, like 187, you know, something like that. That's where I feel really good when I was grappling. Yeah. Mm. So I'm like, well, Jesus, I'm like 30 pounds heavier. What about you, Justin? Like What's your two, athletic body? 210, probably. Really? Yeah. What are you, 275 right now? At least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. 280. Shut up, bro. <laughs>
1: No, are you are you are you even you're not even? No, are I'm you, like 225 maybe. You're a good way right now. Yeah, like I I mean I've definitely I haven't weighed myself a long time but I'm so I've, thick. I think the thickness <laughs> is still there. Yeah, it's like I'll I'll usually waver. If I'm at my heavy point, I'm usually two thirty-five, two thirty. 230, and then I when I start feeling good, I know I'm around like, you know, two. 20 ish like mm. something like that so mm. yeah that's that's but hilarious. yeah 210 would be ideal because then i don't run flat-footed anymore it's like then i'm finally like up on you know the forefoot and i'm actually uh, a lot more athletic in my moves otherwise i'm just like stomping around all heavy that's me in the morning when i wake
2: up yeah. just is <laughs> yeah.
0: like dude you're loud as fuck stop yeah. it <laughs> you know, i'm like Boof, <laughs> Boof, yeah. Boof.
2: i did my questions today and somebody asked uh, if we can do uh, any of us could do a muscle up Fuck
0: no! A muscle up.
1: <laughs> I used to be able to do those. But
2: yeah. Yeah, really?
0: But who cares? Yeah, yeah. No, damn, muscle up. Bro. <laughs> I can do a pull up. Yeah. I can do a push up. Yeah. Yeah. Does that count? You combine the two? I mean, I haven't had to jump over any concrete walls anytime recently.
3: Yeah. So it's no. I mean,
0: really the goal. Me I mean, honestly, yeah, it's the goal for getting over fences. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, running from cops. Yeah, running the from the cops. Yeah, it's it's A good skill to have.
0: Yeah. No, the goal is like health. I like in the mental effects. Really, I just like longevity and mental effects right now because my focus is there. It's not necessarily. The truth,
2: the truth is this. This is what happens. I know right now, I know we're probably going to get all kinds of criticism about what we sound like. but We're just honest. Yeah, the, the reality is that you, you're going to go through these different seasons of your life. And I know myself, too. I know I'm going to get on a kick where I'm going to want to look a certain way or I'm going to want to move a certain yeah. way. And that that's what I love. And I think... I think you have to be flexible with those journeys and seasons through your life to be able to make it a lifelong pursuit.
0: 100. If you're, if you're, what are you going to be? Make max, it interesting. If you if max performance your yeah, whole life. If you're super
2: focused on 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 one aspect of training all the time, and and even if you crush it and you're great at it, like it's all you're all about looks, or you're all about performance, or you're all about lifting heavier. or yep. You're all about your sport. Like, you know that that stuff eventually wears de- on anybody. I don't mm-hmm. care who you are eventually like you will move out of that season of your life. And if you were so married to only that way of training, you're going to have a really hard time adapting to the, the new season of your life. Like mm. somebody was just asking me that about also on my questions about, you know, does my training look like what it looked like or does my training look anything uh, like what it used to look like when I was competing to now when I have a son? I'm like, oh, my God, no, it's like nothing like that right yeah. now. It's totally different, but I could still maintain a very fit and healthy physique. Sure. But it's different. Yeah. I, like my goals are different, and I'm okay with that. And it doesn't mean that I won't maybe get a kick, you know, down the road where totally. I want to do that. And maybe my son gets a little older, and he starts getting into lifting, and then I, it kind of lights a fire for me. It's to do always something. there, which is cool. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can. You can always mm-hmm. get that back, and, and or whatever that pursuit is. But I think that's what happens. Is I think so many people they identify with. A modality, a way of training that they think is like, oh, this is me. No, you if, know you want, if, you want, my if you want, if you want identity, you want a
0: lifelong relationship with exercise. It has to improve the quality of your life, and it depends on the context of the, of your life in the moment. Do I need stress relief? Do I need uh, mental effects? Oh, is it a time now to go for PRs or maximum performance? You know, oh, I got a lot of stress right now. Maybe this is something just to keep me, you know, going so the stress doesn't overwhelm me. If you do that with fitness, you have a lifelong pursuit. If you don't and you do what you said, what people say, you know, what you were talking about, where you're like, I'm always going to be super performance guy. You're screwed. Mm -hmm. You're screwed because something in life is going to happen and then that's not going to happen and it's going to crush you. And you're either going to give up, which is what a lot of people do. If I can't be the maximum fitness, I'm not going to work out anymore. Or you're going to hurt yourself because you're so hard headed about it.
1: It's like the ultimate ultimatum. Yeah. I have to do this or I'm done.
0: Yeah, well, it wasn't
1: that long ago where I had somebody
2: on Instagram that you know their handle was like you know eat, lift, run, some shit like that. Oh, lift, run, (laughs) bang. Yeah, Yeah. no, it wasn't that guy. It was Uh, somebody else that I I wanted to pick on that. Their profile was like (laughs) no days off and stuff like that, and they were making a comment about something that I had said on the podcast and saying something about how I make excuses about uh, oh my workout routines with
0: like that. That's like, how you know that somebody doesn't have a lot of exercise wisdom.
2: Well, I mean, it's like, you know, is that how you look at that? Like you look at my my journey of sharing with the audience of like where I'm per- personally at and how I'm lifting as an excuse, like because I'm not pursuing this this one way of training or I'm not lifting seven yeah. days a week. Like, man, you, you've definitely got a lot. And it was a trainer, right? So it was somebody who was like a new trainer who's like still in it and they're in that phase of their it's like it's new they are yeah. training seven days yeah. a week and it's all like it's all about discipline and consistency and it's yeah. like that's their messaging that hardcore yeah, yeah it's like or die it's like yeah i, yeah, I remember that too kid yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i remember i remember thinking Dude, that's what it was like, cute. Too. It's like noob. hey
0: speaking of kids did i show you guys i gotta pull this up did i show tell you guys the latest statistics on um like how much sex kids are not having these days oh. i say kids it's actually not kids yeah, Check. yeah so i've seen this stat it was young adults was, bro this was in, in the washington that. post it
2: was in the book um the one that was written by uh gene torre i think
0: um oh i know what you're talking about it was like uh, uh I-, I-, I plug or i
2: iGen is the book, and they went, I love that book because it went over all kinds of studies and
0: stats, and I remember reading this one, and I was like, oh, that's Well, this wild. is weird. So this was a general social survey. This was in the Washington Post. So this is the share of men under age 30, so we're not talking about kids, under 30 who report zero female sex partners since they turned 18. Okay? So from 18 to 30, so that's 12 years. Okay? 27%. No way. Almost a quarter of men between eighteen and thirty are not having sex. Haven't had a single female partner, sexual partner. Okay, you want to know what that number was back when we were when <laughs> I mean, we were kids? You're still jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> dude that's you know, happening. You know what that number was when we were kids? Like 7 to like 12%. Are you reading that right? That's what it says. I, I mean, am I, and am I
2: interpreting that correct? That, yes. I mean, you're basically saying that men between the ages of 18 and 30 right now- The share that, of men- That ab-
0: almost a quarter of them- More than a quarter. More. Oh, 27%. Oh, 27. they said 22. No, 27. More than a
2: quarter of them-
0: are, Zero are having female zero sex, sex. Yes. Since they turned 18. Yep. Now, now let's, uh, I'd like that sp- many virgins out there. That's interesting. I don't know if they're virgins, but it's just, they're not having sex at all. Oh. So I spec- I mean, we could speculate. I have my theory and I, I have a real strong theory on this. I think pornography has really caused some serious damage. I really, really do. I think it's,
3: uh, yeah. Well, the
2: book Igen got into some of the things and they attributed it. I, I wish I remember all the things I do remember one, uh, right off the top of my head. One of the things is just simply uh, living at home longer, too. Mm. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to go have sex. Yeah, when you bring, live bring somebody at, back. Yeah, yeah, when you live with mom and dad still in your are 26. Does that stop you guys? No. It's not it me. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I wasn't having sex. Oh, yeah, sleep. you were a virgin for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you um,
0: did a lot of other stuff, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so very, it, I mean, well, I mean, they're sneaky. But I mean. <laughs> you, that, that was like the classic uh, Christian, like, we didn't have sex. But <laughs> we did everything else. Everything else. Heavy yeah. <laughs> <everything, God. laughs> yeah.
2: uh, No, so there, there, was a, there was a couple other things. I wish I remember all of them, but I do remember that was one of them was like, the kids aren't leaving home either till yeah. til way later. Um, I think that the information around getting someone pregnant and STDs and stuff like that is more prevalent
1: now than it was before too. So I think that
2: I I I don't disagree with the porn thing. I think pornography has
1: had
0: a huge impact. I think it's, I just think it's a lot of these things. Okay.
1: Then what do you guys think about, so I just read this article about a Utah uh, college, I think it's Westminster. I think that's what it was called, but the college has a course they created on the art of pornography. Uh Why? Why? Like, I bet so
0: a class is full, too. Yeah, right. It's I mean, like, would, I would
1: have taken it. Come on. I'm an easy A. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do, do you your homework, teach okay. that? Like, And so they literally were saying that they watch it in class and then they pick it apart based on the cinematography or whatever what? like artistic angle they can first find of all, from this. First of and,
0: all, I could not imagine being college aged and being in a classroom with women. So you got girls yeah. and guys in there, and we're all watching porn yeah. and talking about it. That's right. If my kid signs up for that, I'm like, no, no, you're not doing that. No, I I think it's had a a profound impact on culture. Oh, you know another one they attribute to is
2: also just online dating in general. Yeah. That, that like they don't meet in person. Yeah, that stalls a lot of people. Yes, they, they, because you can, you know, oh, now there's no, oh, this doesn't match, this doesn't match, this. Doesn't well, match.
0: you would think you would it would be more sex because of the opportunities. Well, yeah, you, you would. You can think, find what's wrong with them right away. That's why. Yeah, that's and that's what
2: they're saying is that you. So you would think that there's more success, but and and there are a lot of people that find marriage and stuff like that from online dating, but it's it's easier to just oh like okay. If you meet someone right, like in like our time, you see them. You're initially attracted. You go over, say hi, yeah. and that's enough to take the, have the courage to say, "Can I take you on a date or whatever?" And then you go find out about them on the date, and you go, on, and maybe you end up having things you like, you don't like. But the online, you're like data, I'm already here. Well, the. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for dinner. I mean, <laughs> you know, she got weird thumbs. But so. online dating, oh you know, you have you have these kids that they've decided that you know I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want that,
0: and then they're going through, and it's like, oh, she's got that. She's no. got
2: oh, she doesn't have. So that. here's so, so they,
0: here's why I think it was. Porno- I think pornography plays the biggest role. It, it, historically, it's been the men have always been the pursuers. Okay, mm-hmm. this is just it's not. This is true. Men have been the pursuers male um, erectile dysfunction in young men exploded did not exist before it almost didn't exist in in men it in their imploded, 20s it exploded actually it is <laughs> it's gone through the roof lots of these men are reporting that they prefer okay prefer pornography to normal sex. Ooh. And that in real life, wow. because okay, your brain is quite plastic when you're young. There's, I mean, no,
1: there, well, there's no rejection in that. Well, there's no it, like hurt.
0: It's also because our brains are pretty plastic anyway when it comes to drugs and pornography. Pornography affects the brain in very similar ways. But when you're younger, your brain can actually model itself more than when you're older. So in real life, you're not aroused. You're not as aroused. You can't you don't get that same drive. Think of
2: how we talk about like uh, the way sugar is, right? Exactly. To the addiction in your brain. Yes. And if you get to a point where you're this person who who smashes a a bag of candy every single day and then you ask them, Well, here's a bowl of fruit. That's right. They go eat fruit and fruit is unbelievably bland totally Because they've con- completely reconditioned it's
0: that. It's not only that, it's the novelty, it's obviously the unrealistic expectations. Well, you know, this girl, she's not she's not down to freaking yeah, whatever she's 18, weird 19 shit. 19
2: years old and you think she's going to act like a porn star. Yeah,
0: I'll like, do some yeah. weird shit with you or whatever, yeah. man. It's it's just it's ru- it's totally ruining situations and it actually affects the brain in very similar ways to to drugs. Your receptors downregulate, mm-hmm. your body try your brain tries to adapt. And then everything becomes more blunted. So depression goes up. Anxiety goes up. uh, Sex drive goes down. um, You're not as aroused or stimulated like you normally would. We're supposed Um, to learn
1: all those things with your partner. Right? Like, it, it takes a lot of the mystery out of it.
0: Well, I mean- well, this I just, is
2: such a hard one for me to, to weigh in on because I never went through a phase where I was like a big pornography guy. Well,
0: like we a, grew up at a time when pornography, during those ages, right? Where it was like, oh my God. Think well, about just, it this Just way. like, yeah, it was like literally pages out of a magazine
1: a handful of times, but we knew where those pages were yeah. in the
0: woods. And they were the same pages. Yes. Okay. So imagine this. You, that was what porn was. Imagine we're all 15. And you have an iPhone with access to pornography. Yeah. Okay. Really? You don't think that would could have potentially become a problem? Yeah. I mean, I had I, I had access at one yeah, point. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I, de- I mean, we, we had access by the time we were in our 20s. Yeah, but the, by that point, your your brain has been modeled differently. We've mm-hmm. developed different behaviors. That's fair. Different
2: social interactions. Yeah. I mean, I think that's my point of why I say I have a hard time weighing in on it because, yeah. you know, I, I tend to try not to speak on too many things that I don't have any experience yeah. around. And this is an area where I never went through a phase of, like, Wow, I have to like well, I'll, I'll temper pr- like this addiction or this or what could potentially. I mean, I'm the one who openly is talking about my kratom and caffeine thing that I'm going. Yeah. through. Like I, I would share with the audience if there was ever a time in my life where I felt like man, I have a hard time. Well, so
0: I, I went, so I completely abstinent with any, and this was just my own personal thing with pornography, with any of that stuff uh, on my own. And what I found was that connection to my spouse increased uh sexual uh pleasure and desire went through the roof so it had an effect on me and I mm-hmm. wasn't like a kid who was you know in my room all day long with my phone or with my computer mm-hmm. so I can only imagine especially if think about it if as a as a man as a young man you're 17 years old or whatever the like you got to go take a risk to talk to girls and you're going to get rejected oh, yeah. and whatever or I could go look at you know fifty million videos and you know you get that you know, what they call the post nut clarity like you're always in that state of mind <laughs> yeah. where you don't want to pursue women and stuff so uh, yeah. and and they're it's impacting marriages it's impacting depression anxiety. And it's one of those things. I I could see it being
1: problematic and, you know, and i have myself had had to pull myself away from it just because it was one of those things. Just like anything else. I talk about caffeine is a big one for me, too. It's it's just got a draw where it's like, you know, if you're working on things or like, uh, you know, like you just get fixated on on sex and it's available. It's just one of those things you're like, oh, this is. As easy as that, and it it, it it does. It interrupts like the whole relationship, uh, conversational uh, aspects to it. Just like you know that that intimacy, like somewhat gets Dude, removed.
0: You, you're separating, um, you're separating sex act from connection and from all the other stuff that historically would follow along. Yeah. So it's very much a drug. Mm. It's very much just the dopamine, but without the it, oxytocin, it, 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 yeah, similar... without the connection, without the bonding. So it has a, a pretty profound impact, and our brains were not designed to have that kind of novelty. I,
2: I wonder how how much of an individual variance there is to, from uh, like brain because it's not like I haven't like gone through phases where I've tried to like I've actually tried to like get into porn. Yeah, like I've actually oh, let me get into this. Everyone talks about how great it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that they great. I'll shoot a film. I know. I just I really Wait, What do you mean by get into yeah, it? Yeah, I <laughs> mean you know like <laughs> that's just never been my thing. I just don't think that it's it, it doesn't do it from the same way. Yeah. So I'm wondering is there like. And is there some sort of uh, probably like with anything? Yeah. yeah, like you know like some people like 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 Katrina's I think family like alcohol, thing. like they can yeah. all do alcohol. My family, it's like pills and things like that. Yeah. Like, so definitely a certain things. Probably, I would think there has something to do with that uh, Too like
1: a re- religious home setting, and all that. I think that played a factor, just it being like looked down upon, like the whole time, like the the, the
2: shame so, around yeah, sex. That's what you would think would drive me that way, because it was taboo in my mm-hmm. house, right? There was something that would be
0: yeah, but you developed it without uh, lots of. Pornography. The what you developed it with actually meeting girls, talking to right. them. Right, it became
1: yeah. a game to get. Uh, yeah, like you developed no more girls. Those skills, right?
0: You had to take all the risk. You had to get it rejected. You had yeah. to, you know, talk to girls. And so that's how you developed. But I, you know, because of that chart, I was actually reading research on this because now we finally have some research, and these these popular pornography sites um, are reporting less and less interest in conventional pornography. So like. Normal sex Like <laughs> all gets, <laughs> the weird stuff
2: Bro, it's all this weird Which like, goes right back To my my analogy With the sugar It's like you, It gets more extreme Yeah, like yeah. you start off With just like one candy or, And then the next thing you know You're eating like This super sweet
0: stuff And then a next whole Next thing back. you know You're snorting pixie sticks <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, the what the hell's going on? Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a quick Let's get out of this real yeah, quick yeah, yeah, After, I didn't, I didn't it. even look over At Doug Ooh, One like, of our sponsors Just got listed I forgot where, where it was I'm gonna find out uh, The place it was It was just listed Oh, Jackieson that over yes what was um, the title of that butcher, butcher box, box yes one of the best places to work oh cool yeah. uh, oh ink best uh so it's ink.com inc.com best workplaces 2022 and ButcherBox made the cut. So apparently it's a great place to work for people. Did you
2: sure. know what, not to hijack ButcherBox commercial, but Organifi has won that twice also.
0: That's so great. Yeah. yeah. You it's know, so, it's such a it's butch- so cool to
1: see our partners
2: in the well, yeah, uh, a lot league. Of people, you know? A lot
0: of people don't know what our process is when we pick partners. It's not like, hey, how much will you pay us? Yeah, we'll do it. It's like you're interested or we seek them out. Do we like your product? Do we use it? Mm-hmm. Then we got to meet the owners. Do we like them? If we don't like them, I don't care what you're selling. I'm not going to work with it. And then do we go and meet the team? Do we like the team? Ooh, it's a good environment. And ButcherBox has always given us, I mean, just, it's just great. Okay. Yeah, over-deliver for us. Over-deliver. It's awesome. Over-deliver. No, no, no. I, I love them. Oh, you know what we
2: should do since you're talking about partners? We should uh, make a correction on something because you, uh, you did fire some people up on the forum about the public goods comment you
0: made. Oh. Did you see that? They Said the prices went up there as well, and this and that. Yeah, generally speaking, this is I still stand by what I said. Generally speaking, subscription services because they don't have as many middlemen and because they already collect the fee from your subscription, they are more protected from uh yeah. inflation. It'll be a better option for sure. It's Generally speaking, now you can go on a, on, a, on a you know, yeah, Costco could have a specific sale on one product to draw people in, or Safeway, or whatever, but when you talk across the board subscription services are going to be more resilient.
2: Well, I think that was the problem they had with that statement you made was that, generally speaking, in this case, it wasn't true. I think a better way to say it would be this: even with it going up, it's still cheaper than anywhere else. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I would say. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's still the best option Because their response back was like, you know, the percentage of increase was significant. The increase was as much or more than what they see in the grocery stores. But my point that I when I commented on it, I said, well, where can you find razor blades for yeah. four dollars anywhere? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah it might have went from for two dollars to four dollars or whatever, whatever it was. I mean, you know, increased Th- by. That's
0: it- my point. Like yeah. everything's going to get touched with the supply chain yeah. issues. Everything's going to get touched with inflation. Butcher Box sells meat. Meat is getting hammered right now. But if you look across the, board, yes, you can find specific singular sales like the grocery store. Like, oh, you know, uh, ground beef for sale. You know, whatever. But if you look across the board, subscription services are way better uh, suited to weather the storm. Their price is probably going to still go up, too.
2: Was it one of you guys that was predicting the meat or told me about the, what were they?
0: Somebody predicting? said there was an economist on Twitter. I forgot what their name. I follow them. But they said, oh, expect uh, red meat to cost five times as much. Five Within times? the next couple of years. Yeah. Holy cow. I know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Literally.
1: We're, we're going to buy some cows.
2: Well I mean I think we're cows. we're finally here right we've been we have been going back and forth and you know lightly debating uh, the correction or the recession oh, it's here. for the last 2 or 3 years and I mean I think we're officially in it the beginning of it at least Yep Mm -hmm. um and i think the the stock market obviously points to that i mean and the
0: stock market's a good predictor of the future right because that's people uh putting money in thinking of what's going to happen that's right betting on what's going to happen
2: so people are pulling out getting their money out so with that almost certain that's going to go that direction the the estimates i've heard that from the people that i think i respect the most in the space because obviously there's always alarmist and there's always other people that are like oh it's fine you know Uh, ten to thirty percent in real estate. Wow! Over the next, you know, sixteen to twenty. If you're a months. home
0: buyer, that's good. If you're yeah, in the market to buy,
2: potentially, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting uh, dynamic, right? Part of what's gonna cause that because we're still we're still for the the people that are still uh, bullish on the real estate market because it still is moving relatively quick is it because the supply is still the low? supply is still low yeah. um but Nobody's they building but they predict i mean they are they but they're just it's slow because of supply and demand stuff and lumber and everything like that but it's catching up right um and i i think a good place to watch is idaho um the all the stuff that i've been watching for the last couple of years Idaho was building the fastest and was going to catch up to the demand. Oh, I see. So Soon they'll meet as,
0: the they'll meet the demand the best. Yeah.
2: So it, when the correction begins to happen, which I, I believe we're we're starting to see that, um, they I believe will will feel it the most first, and I think that will give you an idea of what the rest of the country will probably look like. Well, by. here's so what I learned. My prediction.
0: Here's what I learned in 2008 when that happened. Um, I mean, I already owned my home, and so we we kind of weathered the storm. But I remember 2008 happened, massive crash, and then there were all these investors who had money ready, and they went in and bought all these pri- all these homes at low yeah, prices. I remember. That, yeah. So that would be the position I'd want to be in. Is like, okay, when it hits the bottom, let's go buy things. The interesting
2: part about that is, so the the like I said, the the range is ten to thirty percent. Ten, the the conservative people are saying we're going to see a ten percent hit. The more aggressive people are saying we're going to see about a thirty percent hit. You know, say the houses go down 30%. They're still more expensive than what they were just two years ago. That's the part. So when the 08 crash, we saw like 50%, 60% reduction. You saw homes cut in half, you know, and like lose all kinds where that's why. I mean, obviously a lot of people will call this a crash too. I mean, I call it more of a correction probably coming, um, you know, or a mild recession. I don't think it's going to be an 08 crash. So it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit different, and then interest rates will be high. So you, I, I don't know if we'll all see the same flood of cash buyers like we saw before. Um, I obviously there's people like ourselves that are positioning for this this potential opportunity, but I mean I predict interest rates are gonna be you know six and a half seven percent, still low historically. Yeah, yeah historically. Yeah. Well, they were
0: like fifteen percent when they when uh, they yeah. fixed inflation in the. In the 80s, which they can't do now. We have too much debt. And I'm still standing by my
2: my prediction on the popularity of the 40-year mortgage. I think that is how... Because even when this recession or correction happens... Even if it were to go down thirty percent, the a lot of these homes will still be out of reach for a lot of people, and then definitely out of reach if it's at a seven percent interest yeah. rate. Yeah, the
1: interest rate's gonna be brutal. And
2: so I think the 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 way to to stimulate uh it again, I think is gonna be the, the big push on the 40-year mortgage. Mm. So keep kicking I the can see down that. the road. Yep. I can see that.
0: Hey, real quick, uh go check out Olipop. If you like soda, but you don't like the sugar and the crap that's in it, you'll like Olipop. They taste amazing but they're actually gut-healthy supplements as well. I'm not making this up. It's a soda. It's got 35 calories. It's got very low or no sugar, and it's got compounds in there that help nourish gut health. They also have a variety pack that has different flavors like classic root beer, vintage cola, strawberry vanilla, orange squeeze. They also have a new flavor, tropical punch. I love that. That one's my favorite one. So go check them out. Go to mindpumppartners.com. Click on Olipop and then use the code MINDPUMP to get 20% off
3: plus free shipping on your order. All right. Here comes the rest of the show. First question is from Coach Adrianso. What are the best tricep exercises?
0: Tricep exercises. Oh, I just
3: answered this in my questions today. Did you? Yeah, yeah. i shoes.
2: I was the same person. What did you say? Uh, I said dips and, in clo- and close grip bench press. Yeah. That was my quick generic answer. Yeah, yeah you know, good.
0: I remember reading an article when I was a kid. It was Flex Magazine. Mike Maderazzo was on the cover. So he's, a, he's passed away now. Big, massive arms. And it was like, best arm exercise. And in there, I remember them saying, the tricep makes up 70% of your arm size. And I was like, what? <sighs> Everybody focuses on the biceps. So I'm going to build up my tricep. But anyway, I had a bunch of exercises and stuff. And I agree with you. I think... Dips are incredible. Close grip bench press is incredible. No other exercise has ever packed on as much muscle and strength in my triceps as those. And then if I go isolation or single joint – Um, I love a good skull crusher and an overhead tricep extension. Those are my favorites. Well, let's expand Mm. on
2: that because I want to explain to the – because you just kind of went over grazed over something really quick uh, or glossed over something really quick that I think maybe not everybody understands. And I've I've been critiqued before for some reason by some fitness dorks that think the the, the close grip bench press is not one of the better exercises for it. And I think you're an idiot if that's the case. Uh, the close grip bench press and the dips what makes it such a a powerful you know mass building for the tricep is it's the compound movement yeah mm-hmm. they're both compound movements which means you can end up loading them way more yep. yeah what you can do on a dip and a close grip bench press talking, you
1: can load more yeah you can be that's right size
2: 200 plus pounds i can do on those things right so yep. my body weight plus carrying another 25 30 40 pound kettlebell underneath me and then i can do a close grip bench press with 225 yep. plus on there i mean if you can get to that place you can put on exercise. You're not doing a skull. Most people cannot skull crush what they can no. in close bench press. Yeah. They can, no. and and a lot of these idiots that try and make this argument when I make a statement like this is they always refer to the dumbass the muscle yeah. activation. Yeah, EMG
0: which, shows activation or whatever. That doesn't tell you a whole lot. I mean, that tells you something, but it doesn't tell you a whole lot in the real world. These exercises just work. Compound lifts just yeah. do. A, They're do a active, good job. but
1: the force demand isn't quite as substantial. Yeah. And, then, and then there's so.
2: there's still a caveat to all that, right? Which is if you only do close grip bench press and dips all the time, then coal crushers will put
0: on the most mass. Yeah, and also so keep that in mind too. And so. also, I'm not saying we're not saying just do those. Right. The answer no, to the no, question you're, is you're asking the top tier ones. That's it. Yeah. What are the best, right? So, and you know, here's a tip that will really make a difference with tricep development. If you want to pick a combination of exercises for your triceps, pick them based off of elbow position. Meaning, if I do dips, like bodyweight dips, that's basically my elbows at my side. Then I want to pick an exercise where my elbows are in front of me. A close grip push-up will work, and so will a skull crusher. And then third, an exercise where my elbows are up by my head. So I'm doing an overhead tricep extension. That lengthens the triceps in different ways, and it's a different type of tension versus – five different versions of press downs where your elbow is at your side every single time or five different ways of doing skull crushers where your elbows yeah. are on the same position. Well,
1: I loved weighted dips and you know, and that's something I always incorporate but I also love to really stress them out with instability with the Olympic rings
0: Oh, hell a- yeah.
1: and the depth that that provides. So the only reason why I don't bring that up low. is
2: that you don't see a lot of those rings or else I would agree with you that yeah, that, yeah. that would drop. I off. know
1: it's not, yeah, it's like, oh, go do some. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like, not a lot of people are going to pull that off but uh, they're really challenging but I mean, it's to me, that's like the ultimate of uh, what I've experienced in terms of growth in my tricep.
0: Oh, yeah, it's the the best. And, and here's a good combination exercise. If you want to have fun, you could do a skull crusher uh, to a close grip press with your with the same weight. So once you fatigue with your skull crusher, then bring it down the same weight and do close grip. It's a nice combination. Also, when you do a skull crusher. There's a couple different ways to do them. Um, the way I like to do it is I like to not bring the barbell down to my forehead. You like behind your head. I like to bring the elbows back a little bit and get a, a, lo- a larger range of motion mm-hmm. and then come up. And then here's the other thing. People screw up with a skull crusher. They don't squeeze hard at the top. Let me tell you, you add that hard squeeze at the oh, top. Oh, yeah, that lockout, yeah. Very, very different. But, there, I mean, there you go. And I'll tell you what. Look, powerlifters have some of the big, biggest triceps. In the world, and they do some isolation exercise, but a lot of it comes from just bench press, yeah. bench press and close bench grip. Bench will do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at one point, I made it like a mission to see how strong I could get on the close grip. I got up to three hundred pounds, and my, I mean, my triceps always responded well, but I nothing built my triceps like
3: that. Yeah. Nothing came close. Next question is from Lance R. Meyer. I've recently added heavy dumbbell farmer carries to my workout. Does adding them to the end of a full body workout make sense as a finisher? I'm a new lifter looking to pack on muscle.
0: I mean, you can do them at the end, but well, in the you, beginning, at the beginning, yeah, that's that, really
2: the beginning. I, so, okay, so it depends on like yeah. how how I use it. Like, if I was like uh, like let's say we're all lifting together and we're like challenging each other, like how much we could carry, farmer carries, like I would do it at the end of the workout. But if I was like trying to like he's like a gasser, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. like trying to gas out, just see what how heavy we can get on yeah. it. I wouldn't do that pre-workout. Pre- I would be more form technique and trying to like activate everything. Yeah. To prime. That's where I see the
1: most value. Though.
2: That's what I think yeah. too. So I, so I think that's uh, that matters. And the reason why I want to make that clear is because of course on social media, you see a, a lot of people doing stuff like this and, and, and a lot of people are always showing off how much weight they can do. And so if you attack it with the idea of, I'm going to try and see how heavy I can do these farmer carries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's kind of your way. because And there's there's value in doing that, so I'm not going to say that's bad. But if you're going to do that, I would put the end of the workout. If you were going to do it the way I like to use them, and I think you guys probably use them most of the time. turns mm-hmm. everything on. Yes. Yeah. It wakes the entire body up from head to toe.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I, I do, however, program it a bit differently with high school kids, and this is just really to reinforce posture. Uh, after they're in a bit, uh, a, a certain level of fatigue. Oh,
0: I see. So, so you do at the end of the workout. I do at the
1: end, and and really like I'm strict with the where their posture and like where they're tight and where they're not. And I'll tell them like, as we're going through, um, but really it's just to put that load demand, build volume, work capacity, uh, and, work capacity yeah. and, and, and also to be able to maintain that position while under fatigue. Well, yeah. you just
2: brought up a good point that, okay, this is where, you know, again, the nuances of training, right? Yeah. Like who this person is. Yeah, is, is this an athlete? Is this just a you know an average gym goer who hears yeah. us talk about the benefits of, of of farmer carries and wants to incorporate it in the workout? Um, you know, or is this like a football kid like you're saying? Or is this a guy who's trying to actually be super strong at doing far? There's there's a lot of different ways to use it. None of them are wrong depending on my desired outcome from it is how I'm going to approach it in the workout. So, I mean, you just brought up a good point on how, you, why you would do that. Yeah, when it. you're
0: fatigued, can you maintain posture? You mm-hmm. know, which I think would be important when you're playing football and you're play after play after play, you, your stability goes down, you're going to get hurt. You know, exactly. and that's what happens at the end of the game, I would assume. I've seen, yeah. Yeah, personally, I like them at the beginning. If I'm going to do farmer carries, I do them in the beginning. And if I'm going to make them like part of the workout workout, like when I followed MAP Strong... I went heavy. I got up to 455 pound heavy trap bar. And my... my here's a funny thing. So you would expect... Now they're
2: scheduled on the... They uh, are. Off foundational days. Though. Well, so they're called work
0: sessions. Right. And the work sessions are
2: hard. <laughs> they're harder kickers. than the workouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think that's important to no, know because I think... Would you do that right before you go into like a bench press and a, a deadlift? Well, after, so it's
0: programmed yeah. in there as a foundational exercise because strongman competitions involve yeah. carrying heavy things. Yeah. So I'd they never... Compete pro- with it, yeah. I'd never programmed it. Like, I either programmed it as a way to turn on my CNS or as a way, like you said, to work on my posture, but I'd never made it like a like the exercise of the workout or whatever. With Map Strong, I did, and I had some re- – I expected my traps and some of my back to develop. Did not expect my biceps to grow, and they did because of the tension of yeah, holding sure. them in that lengthened you know, position. In
2: an isometric
0: position. Oh, my God. And I felt my – like the day after – you know when you do? It, after you work out for a long time, you guys know this – you ever have a workout and the day after you're like, "Oh, that made me grow." Like I could tell yeah. that did something. It was like that with those heavy farmer walks. And and they're programmed in that workout. It's that is like the one of the core por- parts of that workout
3: is the farmer carries. Yep. Next question is from Billy Zaremski. What's the best way to get your quads engaged if you're having a hard time feeling them when back squatting?
0: Yeah, you know what's funny? Didn't you just get somebody who asked you this the other day? I Uh, did. And, you know, okay, so there's there's a person. a live caller, maybe? He was a live caller. He was a live caller, right? Well, we were talking about pre-exhausting thing, all that stuff, but there's a person person in this room. dominant, which is like uh, rare. rare. Well, there's a person in this room that's like that with squats. It's Doug. Doug is all butt when he squats, and he's always (laughs) talked about getting And so what did we do? We elevated his heels. One of the easiest ways to get your quads yeah. to fire hard with a squat yeah, is, squats. is to put a, a block under your heels because then you get more you get more knee moving more forward, anterior, more, yeah, more in the quads. Force, yeah. You can also, the old bodybuilder trick is you put a block under your heels and you get a more narrow stance. Now you're really getting some hard quad activation. Now, the tricks that we talked about in the past episode were... Do you know isolation exercises first, so like leg extensions first or sissy squats first. Right, try and turn them on first. Yeah, but if you're do, doing squats and you're like, I want to feel some of my quads, elevate your heels, bring your legs closer together, and that's a, a becomes a quad squat. I yeah. mean, you really feel it.
2: You better. could also do – I mean, you could do a little bit of an elevated heel with a forward lean in a Bulgarian squat. Oh, you nasty. Know? Yeah, you, you, so, so elevate the so – obviously, Bulgarian squat, your split squat, your split stance – and when you go down, you know, hold the dumbbells, lean your chest over a tiny bit and the heel is elevated and you'll,
1: pfft. oh man, you Just focus on front squats for quite a while. Thank yeah? you. That yeah, that too. I was you just, just going to say just that. Get focused on that. A lot of people avoid them like the plague.
2: That's <sighs> a good point too. I know this person is asking, how do for I get my quads to fire more on the back squat? But there you go. Like, how about bail just on the back on squat the for, front. No, you're going to why not just let go of back and, then, and I do this for a while like there's times mm-hmm. where I'm going to kick if I know I've been neglecting the front squat I'll completely bail on the back squat and not back squat for a while and only front squat when I squat
0: yeah front squats have to be a real front squat it has to be one of the most underrated or underutilized exercises it's hard It's so
1: functionally driven.
0: Bro, I tell you what, man. Old school, right? Old school bodybuilders used to do back squats and front squats in the workout. That's how they would combine the workout. Back squats, front squats. And I've done that before. (laughs) That's brutal. Front squats toast the quads. They hammer the quads, especially especially if you elevate the heels a little bit. I mean, it Mm -hmm. will get those quads on fire especially if you're glute dominant. By the way, this is more rare. It's usually the other way around. Usually people are like, "How do I get my glutes to fire more yeah. Yeah. when I squats?" But like I said, we did this with Doug recently. He was like, "My my quads, I want to build my quads up. My butt keeps growing." And Adam's like, "No, I'll keep the butt growing, man." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, said, hey, magic, yeah. No,
1: but we said, "Don't
3: stop the magic, dude." Yeah. No, but we elevated his heels and he, you know, he he got some good results from it. It's awesome. Next question is from Spencer Antifave. You guys have shared studies showing that you need way less volume to maintain muscle and strength than to build it. However, I still feel like when I cut volume any more than one half, I lose muscle and strength. What's up with this?
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, cutting your volume in half uh, or up to, or even a quarter, that's pretty good cutting volume to not notice those effects. But here's what happens. And I, this used to fool me all the time, and it still can if I take days off. You don't feel as pumped. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you feel smaller. Yeah. Also, strength. Strength is a skill. If you cut your volume down from a f- a fourth to or a fifth down or you bring it down way down, even if you keep the same amount of muscle, you're not going to be as strong because strength is so much of a skill that if you don't practice certain lifts often enough, you're just not going to be as strong at them. So You know,
2: I in in his defense, um I really didn't notice this as much until I uh, until I had been lifting for well oh, over a decade. Good point. So like it, it I didn't. I, I probably can totally relate to how he feels right now in the first ten years of lifting because it did feel that way. And That's a good I, point. and I'm sure you're right. Half of it was probably psychological. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe some of it was a little truth that I wasn't been. Able, I wasn't able to do. It. You know, maybe my training five to seven days a week gave me the illusion that I had more muscle than I even really technically had. Right. Um, so there's probably a lot of factors that were in play, uh, in my first 10 years. It wasn't until I got beyond that first decade that I really start to notice this, that like, and and I, I used to say this all the time. I mean, Katrina and I have talked about it in just the 13 years we've been together is like, you know, isn't it so cool how we can kind of fall off and not be consistent. And yet our out of shape is better than what our in shape looked 10 years ago. And that's a testament to all that muscle that we've built over those years that we've been it's
0: it'll it'll hang on. I'm unf- I'm yeah. not familiar with any studies that have been done on this. I would love it if there were for someone to share them, but I doubt it. But I 100% believe that the longer you keep muscle, the easier it is to keep muscle. Yeah. So if you've built, if you just built 10 pounds of muscle and then you lost it, you'll gain it back faster. It sounds like
1: it. a Dr. Andy Galpin study. Totally. Yeah. I was just going to say that. I wonder yeah. if he has. I would have to ask him. I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. That would be a
2: good, you know, and to that point, um, I tell you what, the biggest leap in my entire training career came from my competitive day, the competitive run. I never trained so consistently, put on so much muscle. than in those three years, and after those three years, I've like... It was I, easy to keep. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, I, I haven't seen under 200... I used to struggle right before competing. It was hard to still keep over 200 pounds yeah. uh, on my body. And it's like, I can't tell you how hard it would be to get under 200. We're yeah. Being
1: able to prove muscle memory, right? Yep. So, yep. I mean, it's, it's all factors in but uh yeah i I'd, I'd be interested to see if if that study exists i mean, it's
0: kind I, of I really obvious it, right I
2: think no, it so. seems obvious yeah. you know i mean everything from a, from a cns to also the total amount of muscle that you've built like the, if from doing the more time under the iron that you've placed and years of training and hanging and keeping muscle and being consistent with it I think the easier it is going to be. Yeah, if so, you're a relatively new lifter and you hear us say that, and it's like, bro, you've only been lifting for a couple of years. Like.
0: In other words, like if you gain 10 pounds and, then, and it takes you a year to gain it and you lose it, you'll gain it back way faster the second time around. However, if you gain 10 pounds and keep that 10 pounds for 10 years, yeah, I bet you you lose it way slower. Yeah, it's like hardwired. It's like a part of who you are. And yeah. I 100% look. Well, here's I, another
2: good uh, example. Remember Pekulski.
0: Oh yeah, uh, he perfect. had to try. try,
2: trying to lose. Perfect I mean, example. Yeah, guy had trained so hard, so consistently for so many decades, and I remember the first time we were talking to him off air, and he was just like, "Bro, he's like, I'm trying to lose
1: 100 pounds. He's right. like, I'm trying to be a yogi. Yeah, right? yeah like, I'm, I'm eating like,
2: once a day. Yeah. I'm like walking all the time.
0: I'm barely lifting. Like, and that guy couldn't lose, couldn't try, couldn't lose it's, muscle. He tried. It's stuck on him. So. I I remember when I met an old, it was like an 82 year old uh, man. This is when I had my studio, and he was eating breakfast next door, he should be next to a breakfast place. And he walked in because he saw the kettlebells and he lifted it up. He started messing around with them. And I said, Hey, you like these, you know, and I started talking to him. I thought he'd be a client maybe. And he he had a Russian accent and I, and he goes, I used to, you know, lift with these all the time. And I looked at him and he's got, had these like, and he was like 80, I asked him his age. So that's why I know he had these meaty ass forearms. I'm like, you train with kettlebells? And he goes, yeah, in Russia. And he goes, I used to compete, uh, for the Soviet union. Uh, so he was an Olympic lifter, and I'm like, "Do you work? Like, how often do you work out now?" He's like, "I never work out. I haven't worked out for decades." And you look at this guy's forearms; it was like, <laughs> "That's stuck. Yeah. It ain't going." Well, anywhere. think about
2: it. Our bodies are our bodies are adaptation machines, and if you have trained for decades,
0: it just sends it, a signal. Yeah. It, well,
2: it thinks even if you took two, three years off of no lifting, it still thinks it's going to get more of that because it's 10 years totally. of lifting only 3 years off. Totally. Yeah. It still is adapted for that 10 years because it's still the bulk of what you've done over the last 13 years. Yep. So you got to think the the longer you have consistently trained, I think that that has to apply. And if you're a relatively new lifter who just started lifting for a year or two and you put your first 5 or 10 pounds of muscle yeah. on and then you hear us go, "Oh, you only have to train one day a week to maintain that and you lose it drops off." I, I and I agree with you. You get it back if you were to pick the volume back up, but I'm sure that that factor plays. Well, in.
0: what do bodybuilders call it? Muscle maturity. Mm-hmm. You know, they have, competi- they have competitive bodybuilders that hit the stage and they're huge and they're ripped, but they don't look the same as the more seasoned bodybuilders. And they say, oh, you got, you got to, you got to be training more for that muscle maturity, which is a weird term, but they're talking about the quality of the look to muscle. Um, so, yeah. And you know, it's funny. This is quite unique to strength training. Other forms of exercise don't quite produce this kind of, you know, dare I say permanent type of result. Like you lift weights, you build muscle and strength. And the beauty of it is if you do it decade after decade after decade, as you get older, it gets easier to keep like other forms of exercise don't quite have that quality, which makes strength training a very, very attractive form of exercise for long-term success, for long longevity. Look, if you like our podcast, you got to go to mindpumpfree.com and check out our guides. We have guides that can help you with almost any health or fitness goal. You can also find all of us on social media. So Justin is on Instagram at MindPumpJustin. Adam is on Instagram at MindPumpAdam.
3: And you can find me on Twitter at Sal. Thank you for listening to MindPump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at MindPumpMedia.com.